Kenobi. Welcome to a special episode of the Taking Pluto Experience. I am your host, Tig. I am your host, Pluto. And today's episode is not sponsored by <laughs> um, a drink that we can't mention. But I will say this. Um, we got this really large styrofoam cup from, uh, from Circle K. I went there this morning because... Well, I go there almost every morning because I get really, really thirsty. And I don't care if it costs me a buck every day of the month, $30 with their soda. But um, they didn't have any large cups. So all they had left were either medium, double XL, or triple XL. And I have signed up for their Sip and Save program for $5.99 a month. Every day you get a free drink. And um, so this cost me pretty much nothing. So um, I'm drinking a very large cup of fancy liquid. Tasty. Pluto, what do you have? That must not have sounded good. No, it probably sounded very, very disgusting. <laughs> yeah, so. Why is it? Well, is it? I'm. I'm is hoping, it? What we're going to do is that we're going to dive into a very special ASMR segment. Oh, God, no. And it's just going to be. Oh, no. It's just going to be an no. hour of us just making. I would die. No, I'm speaking over you. Absolutely not. I don't think they can hear this. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to mess with your mic while you do that. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So, unfortunately, summer is almost over for me and for most people here. Um, we have all-year-round school, which technically isn't all-year-round. You get about... Uh, it's hard to see how that's, that's, that's fine. They don't, that doesn't bother me. Go ahead and close the curtain. I'm trying. I don't want to And so, um, it's kind of... It kind of sucks for me because my, my first year of teaching is the year that um, the school district went to all year round school. And so what double sucks for me is that my first year I decided to do summer school, which was extra money, no big deal. Four days a week, four hours for a month. So I only ended up with two weeks. But um, so we go back soon. And so it started to dawn on me that I haven't really done much of anything. So what we've been trying to do is uh, cram as much relaxing as we possibly can before school starts. So I've been trying to um, get through some of the books I have purchased throughout the years, knowing that I will eventually read them. And so um, I'm actually working on my ninth uh, Jack Reacher novel. Out of what? Out of how many? Eleven? I have definitely more than 11. I think I have 19. So we're, we're looking at them right now. I've got... Um, there's 18 on the shelf, and there's one over there on, on my desk. So today we're actually going to talk about... Um, we're going to talk about books. We're going to talk about books that we have loved. I, I think we're probably going to do... Um, if we can, if it's possible to choose, like, what's your favorite book that you have read? But also... Fun fact. I have read less books than you know. I've read more books than you know. Mm. So there's that. Believe it or not, I have not read a lot of books. Like, I have not completed m many books. There are a lot Because of my brain does not... It's weird. It's either I can read a whole book in one night... Or I can read one chapter for like a week. Here's the funny thing about books that I, I have found in my experience. Unless you go to a library, reading books don't really cost you anything. And so you can afford to not find a good book to read. There are certain books that you would pick up because you think it's going to be good. Because maybe it's Stephen King. Maybe it's... Did um, you say Stevie King? No, Stephen King. I just thought you gave him a nickname, just, you know, because it's Stevie King. I was like, what? Well, in the author world, we refer to him as Stevie King. 
So Stevie and I go way back. <laughs> <laughs> we go way back. He doesn't he doesn't know me, but we go way back. Mm. Um, he he has no knowledge of me, but I have complete knowledge of him because I bought his book. Actually, no, that has nothing to do with anything mm. whatsoever. But um, like you would read one or two Stephen King books, right? And you're like, oh, wow, these are really good. And so you probably would buy another one and you can't get through it because it's terrible. There's been a couple of Stephen King books that I, I would just buy way back in the day because I thought, well, you know, I'll get to it eventually. Um, but then there are some books I start reading of his, for instance, like Insomnia. I did not like it. Uh, Rose Matter, did not like it. Couldn't get past 40 or 50 pages of those. The Stand, I couldn't get past page 60 of The Stand. It bored me to death. But I did like it. I did like The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon. I will be right back. Why? What do you mean you'll be right back? Hold on. I'll be, I will be back. Where, where are you going? There's no commercials. Anyway. So there would be certain books that you would I, I would buy, and then I would not like them. And so, you know, books... It didn't really cost a whole lot back then. And um, so, you know, that just wasted like okay. 10 bucks or okay. something like that. But Okay, so... It's not like you could return a book because you didn't like it. I don't think I've ever seen also, anybody return I have, a book. I have a thing against reading books from the library because it makes me feel really rushed. Because they, have, they expect like a big chapter book to be back in two weeks. Well... For me, I can never do that. Yeah. Like, I used to be able to read, like, books, like, within a day, but not anymore, because I'm busy. I got extracurriculars. I got school. And I just, yeah. I, I know somebody who um, I, I knew in high school, and on Facebook, it seems like she's posting a book review every week on, like, goodreads.com or whatever what she's mostly reading are like health books like how to take care of yourself i know she does yoga i know she i think she might have a special diet she she eats and she's always posting book reviews on living well and stuff like that it seems like she's doing it every week but you're you're right you go to the library some libraries you only have two weeks some libraries you have three weeks but then there's also libraries that will allow you to continuously extend or your checkout. And sometimes it's automatic. Like, you don't even have to go into, because some of them you go to their website and you click, like, to recheck them out or to extend. And then there's some libraries, I think our library here, that just automatically extends it like five times. So you mm. can have the book for like two months. <laughs> and whether you read it or not is an entirely different question. But, um, I mean, that's the easiest thing to do, of course, because then you don't have to buy a book. And then you realize you don't like it. And But like I was saying before, I don't think I don't think anybody's ever, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I've never seen it. I don't think you can actually buy a book and return it because you got 40 pages in and you didn't like it. I'm sure there is a return policy on the product. That's why at bookstores, book you just got to, like, read some of it there before you buy it. I don't think I have the patience to be at a bookstore for that long and read. I'm not going to be at a bookstore for an hour. To well, you can. Well, you can pretty much just read on the back, and then you can just read like maybe like a page or two in the beginning, and then be like, mm. "Yeah, but like I do know that some books like they start out great and then they just dull out." But yeah, the back of the book doesn't really. I mean, the back of the book is a sales pitch, so you can get hooked by the back of the book, but then actually start reading the book, and then you realize you don't actually like it because it's long and boring. Also, fun fact. So, outside of, like, elementary school books, like, ones that I've completed that were, like, you know, small ones, because that's all they would hand out to, like, a fifth grader with at a junior level of reading, I've only completed four books. I can do I could do one better. I've never actually finished reading a book in school. Mm. Never. I came close. 
I think Frankenstein was five. I think Frankenstein was I forgot probably about City of... the closest. No, I didn't finish it. Never mind. There's five Four. chapters of Frankenstein I did not read. I think it's the first three chapters and the last two chapters. Yeah, like a. I was talking about like books that I've like read on my own because during school to be like, mm, yeah, take out a book from our classroom library and you know read it because they'd have us do that and then do little quizzes on it and then it's like an AR reading thing that mm -hmm. we did at my elementary school yeah and if we got like a hundred percent or if we got to 100 something we would have a party for those who reached it if you're reading on your own it's it's a it's a tricky thing but it's less forced to me yeah and like outside of school I've only finished four books outside of school I don't think I've ever actually read while I was in school, I don't think I actually ever completely fully read a book. So um, all my former teachers out there, my book reports, um, they're all 80% BS. I knew enough about the book to write, but I never actually finished reading the book. And as a teacher and as an English teacher, I understand that probably no one, well, I don't want to say no one, Very, I think very few people actually have time to finish reading a book to do a book report they just read enough of it to at least try to give you what the teacher is asking for especially between classes and homework and sports and drama and music and chores and babysitting and jobs asking somebody to read a book on their free time and do a book report even though it's realistic is incredibly difficult so I do give some leeway, unless I know they obviously didn't read it. Yeah, I don't have that problem. Every time they're like, oh, yeah, do a book report, they would give us time to read the books in class. But even so, I would I would finish the book. And what? then I would, like, the book report. What? So it would look kind of bad, but, like, I would spend most of the time on writing. Because I'm not that good at drawing. So every so every time they're like, oh yeah, yeah, you have to like design a cereal box to look like the book. I'm like, I cannot do that. I know what you want me to do, but like, you want me to do everything. Like one time I asked if I can just like try to find a way to print out a larger version of the cover, and they're like, no. And I was like, okay. I don't even. I don't ask students to do that. I I just I said just give me a cover to write an care. essay. An essay. Well, if if I'm requiring a cover, I I could care less if it's drawn. I can care less if it's printed, as long as it looks good and it's a cover. And um, my problem with I'm not very artistic. Like I am, but not in that sense. Like yeah, I can draw some things, like mushrooms. I think you're. <laughs> I think <laughs> I I have little painted mushrooms on my uh, weird wardrobe I don't dresser know. thing. I don't know desk. If... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that thing is in my room that I, has the TV on it. I don't. I don't even know what that is either. But um, <laughs> I I don't know if I can draw a mushroom, but I could draw a mushroom flag <laughs> from from an exploding bomb or something. Um. But my, I think there are three types of people when it comes to reading. There are people who love to read. Me. There are people who don't like to read. Those are the two obvious, you know, extremes, right? And then there's people in the middle who probably like to read, but have never been able to find a good book to read. Something that they're interested in and something that they like. And I think that's where I fell in because I did not like reading. Well, I mean, reading I was fine. I love reading. I just can't find the time. And I don't have money to get myself actual books because I don't like reading books on my phone unless it's like fan fiction because there's no other way to get that. Right. So if there's a physical version of a book that's on like online, I'll prefer the actual book because it's just better for me. So for me, it's not like I, I didn't like reading because... It wasn't that I didn't like reading because I didn't like to read. I didn't like reading because I never found stories interesting. And it wasn't till very late. I think I was, to be honest, I was like 22, 21 years old when I finally decided, okay, I'm going to go find some books that hopefully I will like. 
and I'm going to start reading for two reasons. One, if I'm going to be a writer, I need to start reading to learn and, and better the craft. And two, if I want people to read my stuff, I should be able to read their stuff. So I'm just going to flat out and say somewhere around 21 or 22 is when, is when I really started to read. And one of the first books I, I read completely happens to be the novelization of the Star Wars trilogy. And then I started reading classic books like Alice in Wonderland. I want that book. And and uh, Alice in Through the Looking Glass. What, what did you say? What did you say? Do I have to? No. You're... Did your jaw pop? Yeah. I heard, I heard that. I heard your jaw pop. I didn't even do anything. I just went... Yeah, I like I said, I said, oh yeah, I want that book. Fun fact, and it was like, and I was like, oh. uh, so I actually it should have, so <laughs> I should have a copy of Alice in Wonderland through the Looking Glass somewhere. It's not anywhere on my bookshelves, but I should have it somewhere. Yeah, I want a lot of books. Like I want, of course, the classics, and I, I like paperback, but I prefer hardback. Because it's just more aesthetically pleasing. Like that one Shakespeare book you have in your classroom mm-hmm. with all of those like designs on the spine. Yeah. I just want that book just yeah. to have it because it's so pretty. I don't I don't like hardbound books. I like soft I like paperback. Like I like them both. I just I think it's because the, the well, hardbacks me... are, are too big to hold in my hand. Not that the not that I like I the hard books because um they seem to be cumbersome to hold when I'm reading. I prefer hardbacks because it's easier to not break the spine. That's true. I have a hard thing. I have I have a thing about bending spines. I don't like bent spines. Yeah, like um the B one hours, sixty one hours. Is that what that says? I can't tell yeah. because the spine is kind of broken. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all of my Jack Reacher novels are from like Goodwill. Ex- I know. Except two of them are yeah, they're from Goodwill. They're from Goodwill or used bookstore. The first Jack Reacher novels I I owned. They came from Barnes and Noble, so those are those are new, and I don't I don't like breaking the spine. One of the worst one of the worst parts about reading for me is trying to get through the first I would say twenty to fifty pages because I'm trying not to bend the spine. Yeah. So I don't open it up all the way because I don't want to bend. Yeah, the I spine. did. I did that too with Shadow and Bone, like the version that Rue. Yeah. Let me borrow. So yeah. I'm, so I'm happiest when the pages, the number of pages I read are thick enough where I can hold yeah. the book open a little bit. That's that's what I hate about reading books, as as trivial as that is. Yeah. But um, I I I'm not I'm not going to say I'm an avid reader because I'm I'm actually busy a lot and I, I like to I like to write, but. Um, I've gotten into the Jack Reacher novels to the point where every time I see a new Jack Reacher novel that I don't have, I'm just going to buy it knowing I'm going to get to it. Because I'm on I'm on my ninth one right now. And then, um, oh, to go back to book reports, a funny story. So during the summer a couple of years ago, there was a, a summer reading assignment that my school gave to the students and for freshmen, I think, or eighth graders, I don't remember what, you were supposed to read Fahrenheit 451. Now, oh. I, have, I haven't read all of Fahrenheit 451. I think I got 40 pages in. Yeah, and, I don't... And then I stopped because... I remember hearing about it, but I don't know a, a single thing about it. Yeah, I stopped because school began, and in order for me to grade, I, I figured, well, I, I need to know the story, so I need to know if what they're telling me is accurate. And then I had a student who I know didn't read it, because he was starting to refer to names and faces that were not in the book. They're actually part of a movie that was based on Fahrenheit 451. Hmm. And I called him out on it. I said, um, next time don't watch the movie. <laughs> Read the book. Or something like that. And there was also another story that they were supposed to read called The, the Invisible Man. And I know the person made up 
reading that book because no, it was a time machine. It was a time machine. I know they didn't read it because they named the main character. The main character doesn't have a name. You're not told what the main character's name is in the time machine. And he called the character George. So I started looking up all the movies that are based on the time machine. And many of the many of the, the movies they named the characters George. Mm. So I was like, okay, did not read this. So I mean I gave them a little bit of a break. They got some of the stuff right, but I mean I, I can tell when people haven't read stories. That's a funny story. So we have a we have some time left for this segment, but not enough for us to get to like the books that we want to read. So how about we talk about like ones that are our favorite so far? Um I'm gonna go I don't know which my I don't know which one is my absolute favorite, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you just a couple of books that I thought are fantastic to read. And if you haven't read them, I recommend that you do. Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. would prob would probably be the best story I've ever read, if not very close to it. Very close to the top. Um let's see. Then there's Oh man, you really put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the stories I've read that I could recommend. Um, okay, I will recommend the Game of Thrones series. Mm, I I probably won't read that for a very long time. It's it's very good. It's very in depth. The characters are are great. They're they're fully. They seem to be fully fleshed out. It's exciting. Um, is very expansive. It's very epic. There's five books. It's supposed to be six. The sixth one hasn't been written yet. But I will say that I, I, the fourth book, it's called The Feast of Crows, is, um, I hate that one. Yeah, I was going to say, which book was it that you read that was like, you said was very boring, was very drawn out? I hate it. It was like, it was like the Zack Snyder's Justice League. It was just, Full of nothing. Mm. I mean, there's some good characterization and character moments in there, but by the time you get to the end of the book, you read you read a little bit of a note from George R. R. Martin that says that what he wanted to do was concentrate on what he considers to be the B characters and tell the story of what's happening with them and their point of view before he goes back and focuses more on Cersei. Well, actually, Cersei and Jamie are the main characters in that fourth book. And what's her name? Brienne of Tarth is in it, mostly. So it mostly tells about their adventures of what's going on. That's really not part of the main story, but there's a there's a twist towards the end, which kind of baffles me because it's not really part of the, the TV series, and I, I can understand why it's not part of the TV series because it's kind of far fetched. But at the same time, I'm like kind of excited that something that the twist that happened. Mm. Um, oh, the Lord of the Rings trilogies are really good. Those are nice. Um, if you really want to go for hard classics, I would probably say Beowulf. And let's see. I'll stop there for now. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't really think off the top of my <laughs> head. And I'm trying to look at my bookshelf, but I don't. All my books are not there, so I can't really remember. What happened to those? Well, over the past twenty years, from all the moving, they've been in boxes. Some of them are probably ruined from being in boxes and stuff being piled on top of them. But um, they're around somewhere. I, I, I think I should still have the Lord of the Rings trilogy somewhere. Alice in Wonderland should be somewhere in those boxes, too. Aragon should be in there. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, oh, from an English teacher perspective, oh, Diary of Anne Frank is pretty good. Hmm. It's pretty good. I remember most of it because we read it during school. 
And of course, like because of my POTS, I was gone for some of those days. So I probably missed like a lot of diary entries, but Yeah. But I do remember most of it. Especially her going on about the fountain pen. <laughs> I don't know why, but that was the one part that just stuck with me is her just going like Oh, this fountain pen is so beautiful. The ink just flows out of it. It writes so nice. I'm like, yes, I can very much relate to that. Of all the, out of all the, books, I love a good pen. Out of all the, out of all the books that we had to read for school, my students, I think Diary of Anne Frank was probably the best. Uh, Outsiders, I hated the Outsiders. Book. Oh, I I liked it. What's your favorite book? Okay. Oh, hold on. I'm just gonna. Um. So. I'm gonna be kind of controversial with this, but I would not really recommend Harry Potter to my students. Okay, why? Why is that? Because the author is very problematic. There's not a lot of representation, and for like even for Cho Chang, that is not accurate at all. First of all, Cho and Chang are both last names. Well, I mean, when it comes to it's. Like, it's good, but, like, I've fallen very much out of it. I don't know if... I barely ever talk about Harry Potter anymore. I've stopped reading it because I also just got bored of it. I don't know if if books fall under the, the must-have representation book. That's a, little, that's, a little, that's a little bit of a stretch because there's that old adage, write what you know. Oh, no, but I'm saying, like, um, for the no representation is that a lot of the things about different cultures that she wrote in the books were not correct or accurate in any sense. Oh, they're stereotypes. Yes. Okay. Very gotcha. much so. Gotcha. And even the things that aren't in the books, Jake Rowling's like, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. Just. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah, just for the clout, really. Like how she made Dumbledore gay. The whole thing about Hermione being like a person of color, I don't know everything on that. I don't know if people just started thinking that because they thought it was better. Or if J.K. Rowling was like, oh, yeah, totally, 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 yeah, sure. But, yeah, so, anyways. However, I do love Pride and Prejudice. I haven't finished it yet, but I love it so much. Naturally. It is a classic, so there's my classic recommendation. And another one that I have not finished yet. I really love Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. Like, Rue got me into it from the TV show. And I've immediately fallen in love with it, and I was like, can I can I please read the book? She's like, sorry, I don't have it with me right now because I gave it to somebody else to read it. And then she bought um the TV show cover of it, so it has like Alina or Jesse Mele or Jesse May Lee, like you know, being Sun Summoner. So. Oh, okay. So yeah, she got a whole nother version just because she liked it, and so she let me read it. Okay. Cool. But it does have those irremovable, like, Netflix sticker. Mm-hmm. Whoever invented that, I hate them. Whoever said, hey, let's make a little sticker kind of looking thing. <laughs> but it's not a sticker. It's part of the actual cover. I hate it so much. So if, if hate you were, it. If you were to it's recommend. Disgusting. If you If you had to recommend a book that people must read, what would it be? That you've read so far. Only. The four books that I've actually ever completed for Harry Potter up until Goblet of Fire. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I tell you what, let's, let's. But you must read Shadow and Bone, or just anything from the Grishaverse, really. Okay. So Shadow and Bone, Six of Crows. So it's, since you've read four, <laughs> complete four books. Outside of school, outside of school. Outside of school, um, let's let's take a break and then when we come back, let's talk about some of the books that you want to read, that you want to get. Yeah. Whether it's within a year or within the next 50. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Are you Nat? If you, are you Nat? Are no. you Nat? No, you're not Nat. So are you not counting the fan fiction you read? You mean I've read? Yeah, that you've read. You're, you're not counting any of the fanfic. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. 
I can understand why you're not counting fan fiction because it's not like you can go to the bookstore and grab a fan fiction yeah. book. And now I have to see like how many books I've actually completed with fan fiction in them. Okay. So uh, here's my stance on on books and and reading. It doesn't really matter what you read as long as you read as long as you like it. And it doesn't matter if they're successful best-selling authors. It doesn't matter if they're first-time writers. It doesn't even matter if they're published or not. I mean, if you if you're if you want to be a writer with fan fiction, I've completed over 15 books. Okay. Some of them I don't have in like my archive because I just deleted them. So, so I, it's probably well over 30 because I've had I've been reading fan fiction since I was 10. I, I have no problem. Since I was 10, Dad. I have no problem with fan fictions. So, I mean, as like, as I was saying, as a writer... You, you might have a problem with some of them. If you want to write, just write. It doesn't matter what you're writing. It doesn't matter who you're writing for. It doesn't matter if you're published or not. If you want to write, just write. And I, I dabbled a little of fan fiction a long time ago, back when the internet was still, like, relatively new. Wait, fan fiction of what? And what kind of fan fiction was it? Well, let me explain. <laughs> so, so back when the internet was still new and people can create their own websites and put any kind of content on there, um, there was a time where people were, well, it's like making fan videos or fan movies. Um, especially with like StarWars.com where they have a contest of put together your your fan Star Wars movie video contest stuff like that. So I actually tried combining Star Trek and Star Wars into a, a single story, mm. and I was putting it on a website. I thought you meant that you read some fan fiction, no, and I, I was like, "What it. were no, you no. reading?" No, I tried my hand on writing it, and um, I was going to put it on my website, and then the website. Uh, I think the entire website company crashed and I lost it all. And this is why I like to write things down first and not put it on the computer. So I didn't really have any of it. And, I mean, mm -hmm. I thought it was okay at the time. I didn't get very far, but basically, one web page is a chapter. That's how it was back then. Mm -hmm. And I think I had three chapters. But anyway, so I have nothing against so it was fan like, fiction. Okay, so it was a crossover fan fiction. Yeah. I not had, a reader insert. So basically, I had like um, Mara Jade, who's the wife of Luke Skywalker in the Expanding Universe before that all got scrubbed from Force Awakens. Um, she was like having this uh, practice melee with um, with Worf from Star Trek Next Generation. She had a lightsaber. I think she had a lightsaber, and he had a bat left, which technically it was cut right through it. I'm not really sure what was going on there, but I also had like. I had Han and I had uh, Anakin Solo and uh, Jade and Jane. Well, anyway, I... Anakin would have been dead. No, this this <laughs> would have been their this would have been Leia and Han's third child. Oh, I didn't. They had they had three kids. I didn't know that they had one named Anakin. Yeah, they had Jedi twins. They had Jaina and oh, I don't remember what the son's name I was. I thought Luke was the one that had twins. Because I thought Ben was one of them. No, no, Luke only had Ben. I believe he only had Ben. I don't think he had any other children. Mm -hmm. But then Han and Leia had another son. They named him Anakin. Anyway, so yeah, I don't have. How any, do they have twins? I don't. I don't have any problems with uh, with fan fiction whatsoever. Do you think? Do you think Luke could just like talk to his like? Uh, Anakin's like spirit ghost or force ghost, and then be like, "Oh yeah, my name is Anakin," and be like, "Oh sick." Because, I don't think so. Because think... how else would they know that father's name was Anakin? Like, did Leia's ben. like adoptive parent oh. from Ben? Kenobi. Okay. From Obi Wan. Okay, I was like Ben. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot he existed. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, in the Return of the Jedi novelization. Obi-Wan Kenobi actually tells him that, obviously, yes, Darth Vader is your father, and this is what happened. So we knew before the before Episode 3 
even came out like 20 years before that Obi-Wan and, and, and Anakin fought on a lava planet. It didn't have a name at the time. And that he was badly burned. And and that is, and he had his arms and legs cut off. And that's how he ended up in the suit. And we knew that his name was Anakin. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, somewhere down the line, Luke told Leia about their father. And so, being, I'm, I'm assuming that for some odd reason Leia probably wanted to honor her father named their son Anakin and then it would it, which kind of makes sense because Luke would be more would be more likely to name his children after Ben yeah than I forgot Obi-Wan went by Ben so yeah. when he first said Ben I was like how did Luke's son know and then later on in the books it, you're told that um, Luke no longer communicates with Obi-Wan because I, I think Obi-Wan kind of loses that ability after a while. Or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. it just it just fades away. We are very much getting off topic. Um, also, at some point, I am going to have to start getting ready for Moana. Because Mom wants me ready by then. So, books that you want. Mrs. You... Tig, you can wait. We're having a very serious She's not even listening. She's not even listening. I almost burped into the microphone. Okay. I, I was going to burp, okay, and okay. I realized I better not do that. Okay, so do you want crass. me to go first, or you to go first with the book? Uh, you had to go first. What are what are some books you have a you probably have a longer list than I do about books I want to read. Probably definitely. The books I want to read are technically I already have them. Mm. I just haven't read them. These ones, some of them, we anyways. So first up is the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Can I complain about headphones for a second? I don't know what it is about earbuds and, and headphones, but they don't stay in my ear, and it really pisses me off. Well, theoretically, you could also just get like a whole different headset that has that kind of like input, and then just plug it in. I should just have the ones that just cover the ears, yeah, rather than the ones that go into your ear because they never stay in there. Sorry. Okay. So the first up. Is, Can I complain about sidewalks? Is the, <laughs> the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Okay. Rue has them, and she said that she was more than willing to let me borrow them, but I just like some of my own. So Shadow and Bone, Siege and Storm, Ruin and Rising. It, it makes sense for, for two reasons. One, eventually Rue will go away and, and, and have her own life, and you would want your own set of books. But two, if you're reading the first book and you really enjoy it, then obviously you're going to want to finish the series. So that makes a lot of sense that you would want those. Yeah. And then I don't know which one came first, if it was Six of Crows or Shadow Bone, but I'm just going to say the spinoff uh, is the Six of Crows duology. So Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom. Well, the beauty part of a lot of these books is that Probably not in the first book, but maybe the second or third book, it'll start telling you the order, like chronologically, of which books to read first. Even if it's even if it's not being published. Well, I think the in six, order. I think Six of Crows takes place after, mm-hmm. but I just don't know like which one was written first. Right. So I don't know which one's been off of which. It's kind of like when people say. Look, if I'm going to watch Star Wars, which order should I watch it in? Should I watch it in release order or chronological order? And I tell them, watch it in release order. I mean, you can watch it in chronological order, but I just I just feel like yeah. for a pure movie experience, watch it in release order. Yeah. Because then the connections are a little bit more profound when you go back and you see the prequels. You're like, oh. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't have that much of an impact. So. When Darth Vader says, I am your father, and you've watched one, two, and three first, you're kind of like, yeah, we already knew that. Why is that such a big deal? <laughs> now, what else you got? Uh, and then it's like the sequel of the Shadow Bone trilogy. <laughs> you got confused with duology and trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> um, so, King of Scars and Rule of Wolves. Mm-hmm. Rue also has them, but I'm pretty sure that they're with her. But either way, I'm going to read Six Crows before that. Okay. Because I don't know exactly what King of Scars and Rule of Wolves is about. 
I don't know if it's a whole different thing. I'm pretty sure it has Alina in it. I'm not sure. Well, read the back of the book and it'll tell you. Well, I don't. I'm going to read the other books first. Okay. All right. What and, else you got? Okay. And then it's a whole different author, but the Quill of Prince trilogy. Never heard of it. Actually, there's a lot of books I haven't heard of, so me yeah. saying that is, is yeah. pretty stupid. It's, it's young adult, either that or new adult. I don't know the difference anymore. I have a question. What? We're all alone in the house, except for Hermione. Mm-hmm. Why'd you close the door? We're not going to get interrupted by anybody. I keep getting distracted by background noise. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. I was just what background noise? There's nobody in the house. Unless you're hearing the filter fish. Filter fish. Filter in the fish. What, what are you doing? Oh. Okay. The fans in your bedroom. Oh, yeah. Yes, I have fans. Uh, they come over here for autographs and while they yeah. wait for me to start uh, recording, I, 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 I don't... just have them in my bedroom. No. I, I just can't focus with a bunch of white noise. That's racist. Anyways, <laughs> um, so The Cruel Prince with the sequel of Wicked King and then Queen of Nothing. I don't know anything about the books. I just, I thought I was going to burp. Um, there were like book reviews and there's a lot of people saying like, oh yeah, you could, you should read the book. It's a lot like, you know, Shadow and Bone in a sense. So I'm like, okay. Um, and then there's the Raven Cycle series that Rue also has. There it goes. I don't know what that's about either. I just want to read it because it seems cool. Okay. Because Rue keeps going on about it. Okay. And then last thing is Song of Achilles. Song of Achilles. Yes. Song or sun? I'm not hearing it right. Song. Song. Is that is that a Percy Jackson book or something? No, it's literally about Achilles. And I'm pretty sure it's the... Battle of Troy. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a little sapphic. A little what? Sapphic. Sapphic? Yeah, that means gay. How do... I'll just look it up later. Yeah. Okay. Because I can't really go into full detail about what it means. Okay. So yeah, that's it. Just okay. Shadow and Bone Trilogy, Six of Crows Duology, King of Scars Duology, Cruel Prince Trilogy, Raven Cycle series. I don't know how many books are in that. And then The Song of Achilles. So there's the. That's all I have so far. That and also Alice in Wonderland. So there's. I'll see if I can dig it up for you, but it'll probably be easier just to buy one. Probably. Um, It depends on how pretty your book is. True. Maybe we can get you like a collector's edition, like hardbound. I I know they do a lot of that for the classics. Yeah, I do know that I want to. Try looking for bookstores to go on tomorrow. Yeah. Um, there are just a couple books that I really want to get to. I have a lot of books on my bookshelf and in boxes over the years that I haven't actually read. I've been meaning to, but never got to them. So it kind of goes without saying that I have a bunch of books that, that I, I do want to read. Most of them so far recently are the Percy Jackson series and all the other spinoffs that Rick Reardon um, has published. I've made it through almost the entire first five of the Percy Jackson books. So the the last battle. I was literally supposed to add them to my want books. I so think, yeah, the entire Percy Jackson and the spinoff series, all of that. Yeah. I want them. I think the fifth book is called The Last Battle. I don't remember. I got partway through yes. it, and then I stopped. But I read the first four, and I really enjoyed them. Wait, I think The Last Battle is a Narnia book. Is it the Narnia book? Okay. Um, which I've read all but The Silver Chair and The Last Battle. So out yeah. of the seven books, I've read five. And out of the Percy Jacksons, I've read four out of five. And then I have all the other books. The Red Pyramid, yeah. so and I, the Blood of Olympus. I also and, forgot about Narnia. Yeah, I want to uh, all that. I want like Dad just gave me, like you just gave me the Narnia books, mm-hmm. so I still have to read them. Uh, I remember in school, my teacher because I can always get I can always get it again for like the last six years. Yeah, I remember That's my I, I remember my teacher read um 
magician magician's nephew. Yes, that's my that's probably well, I Prince Caspian is my favorite, but I remember Magician's she, nephew is really really good. Really gives you the origin of the um, the the witch. Yeah, I remember uh, like and how I don't remember most of it. Created. Like I never paid attention during that for some reason. I just kept getting distracted because that's how my brain works. Every time somebody reads to me, I don't pay attention because it doesn't help. Well, the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe is probably the most interesting between the two, but the Magician's Nephew really kind of yeah. really sets up so, yeah. the Lion, Witch, and the So Wardrobe. I've never actually read them, but I have seen the movies, which I didn't know that they skipped the third book. Yes, they did. I didn't know that. So when I saw it, I was like, oh! Well, um, the third book has no connection to the... Um, okay. The... Um, the Rusty Sisters. The, the brothers and sisters. Whatever their last names are, I don't remember the name, but they have no connection to it. Mm-hmm. It's called The Horse and His Boy. Yeah, I think so. And every book has Aslan in it. But Aslan. Aslan. But um, the third book does not have the, the, the I want to call them the Weasleys, but they're not the Weasleys. Heavensies. Yes. So they don't they don't have the, them in it. Yeah. I also like vaguely remember somebody reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I think it was like right after Magician's Nephew, but I never paid attention to that because I've already seen the movie seven thousand times. So I was like, "Yeah, I know everything that happens in it." Yeah, so the the, the Magician's Nephew yeah. is, is actually really good, really interesting. Um, I got through part way of the Magician's Nephew on my own, but then we moved from Glenwood. Yeah, because I had, I had them all. I think I borrowed them actually from somebody, but I bought the first two, and then. Um, and then I think I lost them, which is why I bought the other set from Scholastic Book Club. Um, so even though I have those books, I'm in no rush to get to them. But there, there are two books I really want to get to. They're technically mine now. <laughs> um, there's two books I really want to get to, and one of them is probably an unusual choice. So I'm going to save that one for last. But. Babe. Out of the out of the five published Game of Thrones book, I do want to read. Um, I think it's called the the Song of Dragons. What's that one called? A dance. Dance of Dragons. I do want to get to that one. A dance with. Dragons. Dance with dragons. I want to get to that one for two reasons. One, it gets me one step closer to being ready for the final book whenever it comes out, and I don't care about the other prequel books that he's written. That that's come out. I, I want to stick to this saga that completes. And the second reason is to kind of wash my mind away from that terrible fourth book. <laughs> so it's kind of like, wow, that's a terrible episode. Let's let's watch the next one and hopefully it's a lot better. And then the second book I really want to get to, which I own, and it's an unusual choice. For obvious reasons, it'll become obvious once I tell you this, is Pride and Prejudice. Oh. That's it. That's it. Just, oh. Yeah. Um, I mean. I don't really have any. That doesn't really surprise me. What just surprised me was when you said, oh, yeah, I actually enjoyed the movie. I was like, oh. So yeah, I, I now enjoyed that I know that. Yeah. So like now that I know that, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Now, stereotypically, you wouldn't think a guy would want to watch Pride and Prejudice or even read the book. But. Uh, it's a depending on which version the, you saw. The it's 2009 a, version with Kara Knightley. It's a good. It's a good movie. I've seen bits and pieces of the six part miniseries from like 1996 or with something. With Colin Firth. Um, that one's that one's kind of drawn out and boring, but well, I, I get the gist of what's think, going on. I think that one's more like the, the book. And. Because I'm pretty sure there's six volumes in that book. And at one point, a couple of years ago, I wanted to um, put on a production of Pride and Prejudice. And so I read an adaptation that somebody had done that we were going to use for the script. And I, I like the script, and I, and I have a better understanding of the story. And if I was going to put on the play, I was also going to read the book to get more in-depth information to tell characters and stuff like that. So, I would love... To be in Pride and Prejudice, either as Lizzie or Georgiana. I got through, I think, the first 16 or 20 Or Jane. Pages. One of those three. I'd love to be. And, and, Mostly and Lizzie. I liked it. 
mostly lizards. So from a writing perspective, directing perspective, I liked it. So I've been meaning to get to it and, and actually read it. So um, it's an unusual choice, but that's... Yeah. Yeah, the book that I have of that, the words are very small. And it's kind of a thick book. Well, um... Just letting you know. Well, the one I have is in my classroom, and it's normal size print. I just want to take it off my bookshelf in the classroom. Oh, I like mine. It's pretty. Well, mine's okay. Mine's pretty. Okay. <laughs> well, you can have you can have one to look at that's pretty, and the other one to read. No. Fine. I never said I had a problem with reading it. I was just saying, like, if I were to let you borrow it, because I didn't know that you had a version of it. Yeah, I have a version of it. Technically speaking, I have two versions of it, but I don't actually have the second version. If that makes sense, which it doesn't. Okay. But, like, I, I didn't know you had that, so I was like, well, if I let you borrow it, then you might have a hard time reading it. So yeah, I can, that's, that's I why can. I was saying no, it. No, I got it. It's fine. It's also, fun. it's fun to read it in a British accent. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Like, I don't even mean to. I just read it and it's automatically in British to me. Because I've seen the movie so many times that I just hear their voices specifically. It's kind of like when you see a meme that's either Samuel Jackson or Morgan Freeman, you just hear their voices. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And then other than the other Ted Jack Reacher novels, one of them is actually a collection of short stories of Jack Reacher. So, I don't really count that. And I think there's more Jack Reachers also out there. Well, there's definitely more Jack Reacher novels out there. I don't know how many there are in total, but it's my goal in life to get all of them. So yeah, that's what we're that's what we're looking at. That's what we're trying to get into. So those are our uh, book selections. Those are the books that we're trying to get at. And in the other segment, those are our top books that we, well, Pluto didn't actually recommend anything, but... I recommended Pride and Prejudice and Shadow and Bone. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Also Six of Crows, because I know it's good. I know it's good. I haven't read it, but I know it's good. I I, I mean, like I said, I definitely recommend Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass. You can't read one without the other. And if you're lucky, they're both in the same book. Those are just, those are just good for classic reading. Also... I think. When you watch Shadow and Bone and you go on Instagram and suddenly your entire feed is Shadow and Bone, be prepared for spoilers that you might accidentally read. Yeah. Well, to me, like, they didn't really surprise me. I don't know what that is, but, like, I read them and I was like, oh, that's actually, that, that makes a lot more sense now. That's not really surprising, but, like, that's sick. Well, the beauty part of it is, if they're sticking strictly to the book, then yeah, you got spoilers. But if they're going to make some changes, it probably doesn't matter all too much. Well, like I, I keep reading like text posts of like fans who've read the book, and then they would just make memes about the book. I'm like, oh, oh. oh. By the way, if if you're one of the types of people that complain that a movie's not faithful to the books, shut like, up. Like a hundred percent of the time, like, shut up. Let me just explain something. Get off your to horse. You. Exactly. Get out of your ivory tower. Exactly. Get that spoon out of your butt. Let me. Wow. Hey, at least it didn't say it. That's, thank you. Thank you. Let me, <laughs> I was so close. Let me I explain to... something to you real quick. Um, TV, movies, and books are three different formats. So what works in books will not always work on the screen, and what works on the screen does not always work in on on page. And changes go into these things especially movies and TV, changes are made all the time because something works or something doesn't work or something is probably physically Yeah, like impossible. take Shadow and Bone. They added in the Six of Crows. So We're still vibing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, good. They made it work. So think Like, of it yeah, they way. didn't have a tank, but... Think of it this way. Think of it as a visual representation of the books as best as they can that streamlines the story because in books you can have five different things happening, five different plots, but in a movie, um, audiences audiences can only follow two, so you have to narrow it down as to what is the most important. Plus, if a book has a thousand different characters in it, um, they have to narrow it down to at least five. 
like sometimes they'll just combine some because yeah otherwise it's it's too much they do that in books anyways like they originally have like six thousand different characters in a draft but then they're like no we have to narrow it down so then they just combine some in three some characters are redundant so you can have one character in a movie that covers both things because it's just easier it's kind of like double casting in a sense for the show yeah like you can have two characters played by one person Exactly. Like you, but go, you if, go to a play, and one person is playing multiple characters. It's kind of like the same thing, except in movies, they'll actually have them be one character. Yeah, exactly. Plus, to be more cost efficient, you don't want to be paying two hundred actors when you can have twenty that can do the same as two hundred. That fell apart really quick. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying, right? Do you want to know a little fun fact about Shadow and Bone? Sure. So the author, Lee Bardugo, uh, before the show came out, she was saying how it was literally going to be sort of like a fan fiction of the book. And it kind of turned out like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, like, she added in a lot of the things that the fans were, like, going crazy about. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, it kind of works that way. You know, and if you're a big Marvel fan and you love all the Marvel movies, well, let me tell you, they're not completely accurate to the comics. Yeah. Only because, especially when it comes to DC, there's many different versions and different origin stories. So they kind of take the most popular or they streamline it and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so um, let's, let's wrap this bad boy up, shall we? Yeah. Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, tell a friend, and um, please tell a friend. You know, go to Facebook. We're on Facebook at the Take on Pluto Experience. Uh, let us know what you think. If you have any suggestions for books that you would like us to read, because you love yeah. them, you know, and even we'll so, even so, if you like want to email us some ideas for future podcasts, you can email us at what address? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, or you could just. It's been a while since I've actually sent the email address and I've checked it. So uh, let me get back to you <laughs> on that one. Just drop us on the Facebook page. That's probably the easiest thing. Yeah. You could probably like post something, comment, or. Comments, topics, pictures. Um, if be you... like, hey, you can talk about this. Or be like, hey, you can like try to do a crossover topics and try to sort different Marvel characters into like Harry Potter houses or into what nation they would be from Avatar or something like that. Yeah, or if you have any or if you have any questions for us. Um we could do like a like, what's our favorite movies, what's our favorite food, what we like to do on vacation. Yeah. If Why we get it, every if episode? we get enough, we can just do a whole like Q and A segment. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. You know, why is it every episode I, I say, you know, it's a special episode, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, we can work we can yeah. work that in there. Yeah. You, know? you can spam us questions. If you have stories and movie suggestions, uh, we'll we'll take all of that stuff. Yeah, like maybe even one time for a podcast, we'll just like just tell us our thoughts about a movie, or maybe you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. We could probably watch it, and then Jerry will just be like, "What? Whatever we you don't want know. to tell us, basically. Whatever you want to tell us, go ahead and drop us a line. Don't knock on the keyboard. It's fine. I don't like this keyboard anyway." Yeah, uh, just drop tell. us a line. It's, it's a nice. it's it's electric piano, not an actual like keyboard that I'm typing on my computer. Yeah, just drop us a line and let us know. Okay. Yeah. Talk. So, I I want to say it. I'm going to say it right this time. Okay. So uh, we'll talk to you when you listen to us. No. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? You keep saying to us later. It's not just talk to you when you listen later. Oh. <laughs> I should write it down. I need to write this down. So let me try this again. Ready? Mm-hmm. So we'll talk to you when you listen later.